Hello, everybody. Today on today's show, we are talking about the three wealthiest zip codes in the United States. Barry, what do they have in common? They don't have mobile homes. Right. My name is Barry Horvath, and this is Moving Forward TV with your local market update. And I am Dylan Gaston. Thank you so much for joining us today. So, so what are we going to do? We are going to give the surprise answer. Who are the three wealthiest zip codes in the United States? And you know right. what? what? Beverly Hills 90210, not it. <laughs> I have a question for you. You think our viewers care? Are they going to move there? Are they going to buy real estate there? Are they going to do a loan you there? You know, if we were to move there, yeah. we would lower the, the income. <laughs> you got a good point. They would no longer be you know, the wealthiest. You got a good point. You know what? And All I, right, I'm so not, I really wasn't, where's my results? I don't know. I was not making fun of mobile homes, by the way, in the teaser. I know, I know. But you know what? We're going to talk about that today because that's become a big sector because that low-cost housing is what people are looking for. So maybe... And, ac and actually what we're going to be talking about is the unique properties. So there yes. are some unique properties that are out there and, and the challenges in the lending world that we face that you can help us with yes. if you have one of these unique properties so, that we're trying to get financed. So let's talk about those three wealthiest cities you keep talking about. Come on, bring it on. And the drum roll is, um, where's my three wealthiest? Oh, oh here they are. Oh, thank, thank you, thing. thing. <laughs> we have our own thing. <laughs> I like it. Did you, All right. Wait a minute. Did you just see that? I did. We have a thing. What? Is, doesn't everybody? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen thing before. Is he new on our show? He is. He's a little shy, so he like you know, kind of just stays in the background. I, it kind of freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right. So All right. you want to do the top three? So, Let's yeah. do three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay. Two, two out of three are in Florida. So that's really why we're kind of doing this because that was that was surprising. We so, all automatically think California, California, California. So, no. Yeah. So we all know in the real estate mortgage lending world. And we need to move. No. <laughs> no, that's not the point of it. You know, and I know some of you, um, you know, you don't want to do the $60,000 deals or the $80,000 deals. Know. You know what? But that does help people. There is a segment. There is a market Absolutely. for that. But, you know, the work... You people in real estate that have been doing this a long time, the work is somewhat the same, it's whether you're dealing with million-dollar unique properties. Completely the same, right. Or $50,000 properties. And sometimes the, the $50,000 unique properties are actually more work because they're more challenging. Maybe in uh, like manufactured homes or rural homes, which are the ones that we're going to be talking about along with our multi-million dollar homes and the jumbos. So the unique properties, the three unique properties we're talking about today is the jumbo market, the large multi-million dollar properties. Right. Um, so where are we likely to homes find and rural homes. Since you made that thing <laughs> pop up. <laughs> My thing. Why don't you have us tell so, us what the what are the top three and what's their earnings? Do you want to go they? backward, three, two, one? Yeah, sure. Okay, so number three, 
where President Trump lives himself when oh, he is in Florida. Oh, throw that in. Palm Beach. <laughs> just for the record, this is a non-political show. I just Zip want code to 33480 <laughs> is Palm so, Beach and the average income there. And they, mind you, they did this by looking at tax returns. It's <laughs> one and a quarter million. So what are you telling me? They did 4506s on everybody yes. in that zip code. Yes. Really? Yes. They pulled a transcript? I don't know, but they said that they did, and that they checked <laughs> what, it with listen, the IRS, so what, what, what and you're that's where these is, income figures so are coming wait, from. So wait, President Trump, who would not supply his tax returns during the entire campaign, <laughs> supply him them. for this survey. Yes. Wow. See amazing. that? See? <laughs> See? You just have to ask nicely. <laughs> that's all it comes down to. If you ask nice. <laughs> All right, what's All right so Palm two? Beach was number was number three. Number two is Atherton, California, which is part of Silicon Valley. Well, that would make sense because exactly. all those tech companies out there, yep. big earners. Google. Yeah. Um, what are the home prices like? One in, the average income is one and a half million. Seriously? Average income, one and a half million out there. Wow. And then the number one, yes. number one, back in Florida here, Fisher Island, which I didn't know. I had to look it up. It's actually in the Miami area. Is it really? Mm -hmm. So it's an island where you have it to is get an there island. by ferry only? You get there by ferry only. That's why I said if you haven't driven through it, there's a reason. <laughs> you can't get there unless you either own out there or you know somebody who owns out there. Wow. It is very locked down, pretty tight. I'm surprised and President Trump hasn't income, bought in there yet. I know. I know. He might. You never know. <laughs> the average income on Fisher Island in Florida is two and a half million. Wow. Two and a half million. A per million more than California, wow. than Atherton. That's pretty amazing. I like I like what you're going to say next because okay. it's right here, almost in our hometown. Almost. So, are you guys ready to move yet? We don't have to move all the way down to Fisher Island to make to make like quadruple our income in a, in a deal. Um, <laughs> right down number fifteen on the list is Naples. Naples wow. is not that far how from us. How much are you making there? Average income is six hundred ninety-five thousand. We can do that, guys. Come on. Let's all move to Naples. <laughs> a few we, deals. I have a Our better income idea. goes up. Why don't we bring Naples to here? There you go. That let's, is a good idea. Let's put up nicer housing, give more jobs. Well, that's what we're doing. Yep, we are. Driven we are. out 54 lately. <laughs> and I even I noticed on Rowan Road, by the way, I noticed some new new properties going up or off Rowan Road. I got to ask you about that, but right. another time, not those during are, the show. Those are townhomes. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I knew he They're know. over 200. He knows everything. They're over 200. Okay. So, you know, and they're going to be on the river. There's going to be a little river walk there. So I See? thought it was pretty cool. So they'll be going up then in value. Yeah. If they're 200-ish now, they're going to yeah. go up. If they're, oh, if the market know, once they're done and the like market continues to yeah, go up the way it is. We do have a lot of land and, and a lot of building that's being done. So it really is an up-and-coming area. Pasco is really starting Pasco to, is to jump nicely. It's actually, um, we were in the top percentile in the country for, for growth as See far that? as especially on the housing price. We're one of the hottest sectors. Go figure. Good right for here. us. Yeah, good for us. Good to be me. <laughs> good to be us. So on these jumbo um, properties and these um, yeah, so typically mansions. McMansions. McMansions, I like to call them. So lending. Lending, the challenge that we have with those, and I know that you as, a, in, as the realtor professional have challenges sometimes too, inspections or... Um, you know, things like that. How do you do the inspections on those? Like, what's, okay, I can they do hire that. A crew. I can do that. Yeah, I know, they hire a crew. So, um, imagine having to re-roof one of those houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the so I think the important number for 
Um, the, Lending purposes. Yeah, I think it's the 453-100, which is the jumbo right. limit. So. so just keep that in mind. The uh, jumbo limits did go up this year, or the uh, conforming limits went up to 453-100. So anything more than that in a loan is considered a not jumbo. Not the purchase price. Not the purchase price. Purchase so, price. But if and the that loan doesn't mean you can't that. do it. It just means you're going to need at least... 10% down. And that's what from I was going to say. Seeing. So when we talk when we are talking about jumbo, depending upon how jumbo it is, if it's like $500,000 loan or 6 or something like that, or is it a 2 and a half million dollar loan or a 4 million dollar loan or something, your down payment is definitely you're not going to get one of those first time home buyer 3% downs. Now, you're going to have to come up with more of a down payment. Usually in those circles, not that much of an issue. Yes. But so. it does it does create some challenges though. So just Kind of keep that in mind out there. They're not your slam dunks normally. All right. Now that we went from million dollars, McMillions. McMillions. Next, next we're going to talk about some unique guidelines on your favorite. We're actually rural, rural housing and, well, we'll wait, wait, we'll wait on we'll the rural housing. Waiting. Yeah, we won't tell them. We'll, we'll tell you more about it right after this. About the top earning cities, yes, the wealthiest cities, and in the, the McMansions, and the McMansions, and the jumbo limits, and how you got to have ten percent yes. down. Now let's go to the one of the, I, the fastest growing sectors right now mm -hmm. that many of you try to avoid, but it's reality. It's here because mm -hmm. low cost housing always has and will have a place in the market. It will, and manufactured housing point. is just that. Manufactured homes. And, you know, a lot of, especially down here in Florida, because we have a lot of people moving down from up north mm -hmm. and paying cash for these manufactured homes. And they want that because they're snowbirds. Maybe they're only here six months out of the year, so they don't it's want... low cost. It's low cost. It's yeah. low maintenance I mean, to them. I, so I'm seeing now in Pinellas, like, it's hard to find anything under... 
say 200,000. Right. And for, you know, somebody that's renting an apartment at say 1,200 a month, right. for them to move up to 1,400 may be a stretch and right. hard. They may qualify, but they're not used to that. It's a struggle. And then come up with the, you know, the down payment and the cost of upkeep, you know, right. that's, they might, that at some point people say, I'm gonna just go ahead and stay renting. Right. Risking, of course, that that's that, gonna go up. That twelve hundred dollar a month up. rent is gonna go to thirteen or fourteen. But, so people are stepping into the manufactured right. housing as because an option. it's right because it's low cost, low maintenance, and um, it works for their um, particular situation. Now, like Barry said, I know that there definitely are some challenges with it, and we wanted to give you guys a heads up. I know that you already know. Don't turn the show off at this point. Yeah, don't Come turn on. it off. Come on, because we're good. Stick we're with, good. We're stick good. Stick with us. So, um, a couple of things, and and the stigma has changed a little bit over the years. It used to be, oh my gosh, all you can do is you can't finance them, pay cash only. No, you can finance them. Yes. A couple of extra hoops we have to jump through, yes, but it's okay. We've got this. We do them. In big. fact... That's a big hoop. <laughs> that's a big hoop. Let's not sugarcoat these, dun, folks. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> We, we can do them. We can actually even do them with as little as 5% down, believe it or not. Or FHA. Um, or FHA. 3.5% uh, down. Right. Providing it, it meets FHA criteria. If not, we can do them conventional 5% down. But there's definitely some things, and we wanted to go yeah. over some and of I those some challenges. Top questions, too. So the first question is, what is a manufactured home? Go ahead. You take that one. Oh, good. <laughs> She's so good to me. <laughs> I'm going to read it by definition. Any dwelling unit on a permanent chassis attached to a permanent foundation system. And I'm going to throw in this disclosure. It must be manufactured mm -hmm. June 15, 1976 or later. Right. Anything before that cannot be done. Right. It's a cash deal. And I'm going to throw in a couple of other ones. Double wide. And... Um, when we say that it has to it has to be converted to real estate and it has to have um uh, the vin number permanently retired so those are some of the it's got to be you know absolute positive musts if we're looking at and it must homes. be attached to land yes so that's very very important yes and um yeah that was the next one actually can you finance it without the land no, no. no. <laughs> we it's have our FAQs here because right, there are those rental parks, and I've had people, you right, co-ops, right, and where so they forth, rent in the park, and mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, no, um, no, nope. even if know. it's a land lease, ninety-nine year or whatever, hundred year no land matter. lease, nope, 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 nope. nope. Um, do you want to talk about the difference between a manufactured home and a prefab and you, a modular home? Yes, actually, this so is different, unique properties. There is, are differences, exactly, and this is one Tell that a lot difference. of people, a lot of people, mix this one up a lot. Um, modular and manufactured two different types of home a manufactured homes you know they both have their positive and, and minuses okay I, so I, I messed you up sorry that's okay so the manufactured home is the one that everybody thinks of as a mobile home that is a mobile home that's a, that is a manufactured or mobile home and it wheeled in right the, you see them going down the road there's two yeah. halves you there's know usually one behind a truck the behind other it one with a flashing light saying woo Wide you know, load, wide load. they got some piers <laughs> put down and the house plops on top of it and they button it together. That is a manufactured home or a mobile home. A modular home is something different. It was actually popular back in the 60s and the 70s where was the really? house was... Mm -hmm. I was in Borneo. We, so. we used to have a lot of them up north. <laughs> I was in Borneo. You know, you're only a few years younger oh, than me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but, I'm just seeing if you're paying attention to me. 
But anyway, so um, they used to build them um, inside of a factory. They still do. They build them inside of the factory. All of the pieces and all of the parts are put together in the factory, and then it was it's brought out to the property in pieces and then put together on so the foundation. So they're pre-made inside the factory, as opposed to in the parking lot. Prefabricated, which as comes opposed to, to being prefabricated prefabbed in the parking lot of the factory. So, <laughs> all right, you keep saying inside. So they make them inside. They bring all the parts, and then it's like a Lego. It's like an erector set. There you go. Snap, you snap, go. snap, snap. Here you go. Boom. Lincoln Logs. Yeah. And, and it I goes remember, up. I do remember those. I know. I love Lincoln Logs. So there is a big difference in those. Now, modular homes What's are that? treated just like regular, what they call stick-built homes. Regular homes. Really? They are not treated like manufactured homes. They really? are not treated like mobile homes. Because they can't homes. wheel they're, them off. Is, exactly. They've never been on wheels. They've never had a VIN number. Wow. There's your difference. And you know what's so funny? Some of those things are really beautiful. They really are. I know. I mean, you, you see them come in and people, they get a bad stigma. But, I know. man, some of these things are like, wow, mm -hmm. that's a manufactured home? Yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. means it was built somewhere else and My brought My parents in. lived in one for 17 years. It was gorgeous. Were you allowed to stay there? Two fireplaces. Really? Yeah, I was allowed to stay there. <laughs> Sorry. Really? <laughs> two fireplaces. All right. <laughs> it did. It was nice. All right. All right. What else we got? All right. Can we finance units that have been moved from a previous land location to a new one? No. 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 Once it's there, it's there. Wheels and tongue get removed. Don't get put back on. Oh, my God. Not allowed to move anymore. All right. That's interesting to know. What is this HUD data plate thing? This is a biggie. Because so I the, keep hearing it in the office. Exactly. So this is a biggie. So and every time I hear about it, I hand my credit card and say, we got to order something. <laughs> An Ibbets letter. <laughs> okay. So, so um, Fannie and Freddie just recently came out with, um, well, not recently came out with it. HUD's always been doing it. It's called the HUD data, data plate. Um, there is the uh, certification uh, label, which is on the outside of the unit. That's the metal plate that you see, but that is not the HUD data plate. The HUD data plate is generally found inside, above the stove, usually in the kitchen cabinets or something like that. Wow. It has to have that. That has all of the information on it. If it does not have that, then the lender has to order what's called an IBITS letter. Which is basically a way for somebody. And he knows uh, it's $50. It's 50 bucks. It's a way for a company to collect 50 bucks, say, yeah, that's legit. Those numbers are good. So that it has all the information that, and that's it is certifying cool. the information. Just another step Of in the, the manufactured quality of this particular so manufacturer. So register VIN to that. Correct. To make sure there weren't defects, et cetera. Wow. Yes. Wow, we got more to cover on this. I know. So. Mobile homes are big. It's, yeah, uh, it's got it's a lot. Good. It's got a lot. So right. we, we'll so, come back with a couple more things. And we got more unique properties to talk about right after this. Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 U.S. Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Holox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 
talking about more unique properties, whether it be the big McMansions to the rural housing to the manufactured home. Right. So to the modular homes. Yeah. So let's finish talking about these manufactured Because we do have a lot Some of them the in our area, and they are definitely, like we said, starting to be more popular. So what are the other key things that need to happen on a manufactured home? The key things. All right. I'm not going to... Barry, you want to take this one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, key things. I'm going to just read them down to you. Okay. Um, can the wheels and axles or hitch remain on the chassis if, if the unit is properly anchored on the ground? No. They all got to come off. So it can't have any wheels on it. No. I guess they're afraid somebody's going to steal it. You know? Well, no. Actually, what happened is is during the crash, when mm -hmm. um, real estate crashed, people mm -hmm. put the wheels and tongue back on and drove them away. So when Fannie Mae went to foreclose, no house. Cereal. Cereal. That's... <laughs> Really? One of the reasons why they're wow. really funky about that so, now. So, <laughs> wait. So, if you were in Polk County and you were going through a divorce and... Is this hypothetical? Yeah. <laughs> Just, so, that's how they lost it. That's how, like, it was named in it. You get the trailer. So, they wheeled it away? And this is what you're telling me? So much for doing this part quick. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we forgot to do this. Good. Sorry, good. All right. Um, what if the property is not on a publicly dedicated maintained street? We'll hit that in a minute. All right. Well, next, that's something else you got to talk about. <laughs> Insurance. Uh, do all the comparable sales on the appraisal grid, grid have to be manufactured housing? Yes. yes. So every one of the comps from the appraiser yes. must be a manufactured yes. housing. So if you like to bring comps to your appraiser, yeah, yep. just make sure they're all manufactured um, homes. Insurance, does it require special insurance coverage? Nope. No, but I'd buy extra wind if it were me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it might be a little bit more expensive. Not much, though, I'm finding. So it's yeah. not bad. Um, However, you, here's a biggie. Can you do a manufactured home in a flood zone? Yes. Sort of. Yes, as long as it's not FHA or VA. FHA, yeah. They, they say don't like no, it. no, 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 no flood like zones. Um, anyway, that's good information. So what do you want to say about the rural The other thing that I, so one of the things that you find a lot of manufactured homes out in rural, um, rural America, <clears throat> or even parts of our rural area in Pasco County or Han Hernando, um, so when you have a rural property, or even Hillsboro, there are a couple of things that we want to keep you in mind, whether it's a manufactured home or not. If the property is on a well, we need the water tested. If the property is on septic, is, right. we need septic done. There are also required distances that the well has to be away from your septic tank. Obviously, health reasons, they don't want any kind of contamination, contamination right. leaking through. Hmm, makes um, sense. Exactly. There are also... I kind of like that rule. I know. There are also <laughs> specific setbacks away from the road and away from other property. Your, your well, for example, has to be 10 feet away I mean, from the road, right. 10 feet away from other property lines. Again, yeah. because we don't know what's going and on you know in those what properties. I, and, and just my opinion for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for the realtor partners to know that information right, up to front. make sure, because if you're going to list one of these manufactured yes. houses, you need know to know, stuff. is it going to qualify to get finance or right. is it not? Right. So. And it's not just FHA. Again, a lot of this has to do with, with uh, conforming as well. The other thing that we get a lot of or you know questions on is private road so some of these houses are out on dirt roads and it's a private road that's a problem for a lender you have to get a couple of things if it is not maintained by either the city or the or the county or and it is truly a private road we need what's called a private road maintenance agreement which means everybody on the street has to sign an agreement come up with who's going to take care of that road and wow. how is it going to be maintained so there are definitely some different challenges that the lender 
vendors will have when you are at some of these unique properties, rural being I, one of those. I would find out when you're listing, this is just me again, mm -hmm. if you are a real estate professional, you're listing the property, get all those ducks in a row and you'll look Up like a front. pro. You'll look like a pro because right. then you need to know this cash only, is this eligible for FHA, VA, Mm -hmm. Or do I need to go some kind of conventional financing? And I know I said um, if it's a dirt road, I'm finding out not they're not just dirt roads. There are a lot of private roads that are paved. Right. So Somebody the, went the neighborhood the got together and like had it paid or paved or whatever, but it is still a private road. They had a block so party. definitely, like you said, <laughs> they had a block party. They all chipped in. Right. Um, so like you said though. As the listing agent, if you're going to be taking this property as a listing, make sure that you get all, all of these uh, things up and put it out there in the MLS so people know what to expect. The other agent, the buyer's agent coming in, has an idea She's right so away smart. to tell them, um, okay, these are some things that we need to get together. You know, we need to check out up and, front. We need to get tested, water testing. And maybe educate your buyers that are mm -hmm. saying, hey, I want to buy a manufactured home or a property in a rural area. Just out in the boonies. Or a McMansion, whatever a McMansion, it may be. Right. Know what you may be getting into and the challenges if they're going to obtain financing. And the other thing is acreage um, that we didn't uh, talk about no. during the break. No. <laughs> we, we didn't hit that one. But acreage, that's another one. So if it has a ton of acres, just keep in mind the lenders are not going to like it if it is being used for any kind of business. So, for example, if somebody is using it and they're... McChickens. They're you know chickens or they're farming they've got like you know corn crops on there or something the lending is going to have a real hard time with that it's like mixed use then at that time well and the reason for that is if god forbid they stop making their payments and they have to foreclose on that house they don't want to take the person's livelihood away from them as well as their house right. so they don't want so they don't want where chickens. it's running a business as well they don't want to foreclose on chickens are they discriminating against chickens, do maybe, you think? Maybe, maybe, maybe anything's possible. All right. Hey, good information. Has to say I learned that. a lot today. I don't know about you, but I hope they did. Yeah, I hope so. So I know you know, this is not everybody's favorite subject. I know. But they all got excited when we talked about the wealthiest people. And then we I went know. down this road. And then they went click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, hopefully you didn't turn us off. There hey, was good information here this about is the great information. Segment. Share it, like us, put it out. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. Share it with your friends. Forward this email. How'd you yes, get it? Please. How'd you find us? YouTube. Yeah. Don't forget YouTube. Don't forget Thank YouTube. you, yeah. Eric, and all my other friends who watch on YouTube. Yeah, and, and what about the lightning? And the lightning. Go lightning. Go bolts. Yep. Have a good Thanks, right. everybody, for watching. We are today and every day. Moving forward. We'll Have see you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.